Lord. Hallelujah. I want to say good morning to everyone. I want to go say good morning to our covenant partners here at KSL Ministries. I want to say good morning to our SoundCloud listeners. At this time, we're going to give you a moment to get your Bibles, pens, and pads ready, iPads, and phones with the Bible on it as we get ready to go into a study of the Word of the Lord. Amen. Amen. And what we're going to do this morning, if you don't mind, I'm going to ask you to please stand and we're going to do our declaration. Put it in our atmosphere. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. It's still 2023. And we're still living in the completed work of the Lord Jesus Christ. So repeat after me. 2023. The year of living. In the completed work of Jesus Christ, his redemption and salvation completed. The powers of darkness and the devil defeated. The Lord Jesus Christ, power to supply all my needs, established in 2023 is completed. Defeated and established in my life, in my home, in my church, and my children's lives. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of a holy God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This morning, what we're going to do is we're going to pick up from the very words that were given in the dream, the dream that I shared with you on last Sunday, I feel like this is important. Number one, because this is the way the Lord led me, and also because of the nature of the dream and the Lord sending angels to the earth to let us know to pinpoint, to mark off exactly where we are. And the angel said, I would like to tell you about the perilous times that we are in. Somebody say that with me. Say, we are in perilous times. But thank you, Jesus, for your completed work. Say, it's going to keep me safe. It's going to keep me grounded. It's going to prosper me and encourage me. In Jesus' name, amen. So when we talk about that word, and let's go to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 3. Second Timothy chapter 3, and for a point of reference this morning, I'm only going to read right now verse 1. Amen? All right, so it says 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. That's what it says, perilous times shall come. But what I wanted to do, with the help of the good Lord, I wanted to give you the definition of perilous. Amen? It is it's something to hear <laughs> of where we are. All right. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Wait a minute. All right. You might, if you're taking notes, if you're keeping a journal, it would be nice. Amen. It would be nice because it is, is exactly where we are. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but I can speak for myself. Um, it has been just this way, but thank God for his completed work. Amen? So, perilous times. The word perilous means, listen at this, of great stress and trouble. It means hard to deal with and hard to bear. So when 2 Timothy 3 and 1 says, this know also that in the last days, perilous times will come. Now, as you know, that word last days mean we're living and coming to the end of this age. Amen? That's what that means. That word last days means coming to the end of this age. That's what it means. Amen? So when we look at that, it says, this know also that in the last days, listen at this, um, stressful times, troubled times, hard to deal with times, and hard to bear. Amen? That, that's what he's saying. But listen at this. Also, perilous times also are called the gospel times. Amen? So when you write that down, that perilous means of great stress and trouble, hard to deal with and hard to bear, also write down that the last days are called the gospel times. Amen? All right. Now, you'll probably hear this more than one time. The last days begin with the birth of Christ. Okay? So when Paul says... This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Listen at this. Ever since the birth of Christ, we have been, we've had times of great stress and trouble, hard to deal with and hard to bear. Do you, now, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, think about it. That means that since the birth of Christ, um, it's over 2,000 years. So just think, as we continue down this journey and on this journey, what is happening? What is happening? Because Jesus gave us the signs of the last day. Let's just kind of go there. Hold on to 2 Timothy chapter 3. Go to Matthew 24. Go to Matthew 24. And, and, you know, people don't want to hear this, and just like they don't believe there's a devil, they don't believe there's a God, they don't believe there's a heaven, they don't believe there's a hell. But we're not talking about perilous times because, oh, Lord, we're so happy that we got to go through, hallelujah. No, we're happy because of his completed work. And we understand the completed work of Jesus Christ is going to get us through this. We understand being on the Lord's side is going to get us through this. Amen. 
We understand that unlike the world and the world system, we're not going to be getting drunk and on drugs and uh, hopping in and out of bed with people uh, because a lot of people, that's how they get through perilous times. That, that's how they get through uh, stressful times and troubled times and hard to deal with and hard to bear. They're, on, they're either on drugs or they're heavy drinkers or they're in and out of relationships uh, thinking that's going to bring them through it. And it doesn't. It just kind of takes your mind for a minute. But when all that is over, you're right back where you started from. The only thing that's going to lift us up high enough above the situation is the word of God. And that's why we have to lay in on the word. We have to make time for the word. Amen. So Jesus said, go to uh, Matthew, the 24th chapter. We're talking about perilous times. And Matthew 24 and 1. Thank you. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us when shall these things be? Listen at this. And what shall be the sign of thy coming? All right and of the end of the world. Now, that end of the world is literally saying the last days. What, Lord, what is the signs of the, of the end of this age? What's going to be going on as this age is wrapping up? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall de deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled. For all these things must come. Do you see that? Yes. Now see, it says it in the sixth verse. All these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. He's not only talking about verses 4 and 5. He's talking about verses 8, 10, 11, 12. Do you understand what I'm saying? So Jesus said, all these things must come to pass. Say that with me. Say, all these things... Must, must come to pass. Come to pass. What, Jesus, what, what must come to pass? This is what's got to come to pass. Many going to come in my name saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. False prophets, false teachers, false apostles, false pastors, false evangelists. All right, come on. And it says, what else, Lord? He says, and then this must come to pass. You're going to hear wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled. He says, then... These are the beginning of sorrows. They must come to pass. Then they shall deliver you up to afflict you and kill you, and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Huh? Nation going to rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, famine, pestilence, earthquakes in diverse places. Somebody say, and these things must come to pass. But you see, if we wouldn't be so earthbound, I'm not saying you can't enjoy what's in the earth because there's still some good in the earth. You just got to let Jesus lead you to it. But what I am saying is while you enjoying the good, remember these things must come to pass. Amen. 
We're, we, you remember the word the Lord gave us? He says we're in the days of salvation. We're in the days of receiving the Holy Spirit. We're in the days of the return of Christ. That was, oh my, that was a while back there, remember? Um, let's see, Lord. That, that was a while back there. I brought it with me. Because now it's almost as like, it's almost like time is not waiting for the fulfillment of what God is saying. Does that make any sense? It's like he tells us these things, and then, wow, we're right in them. Amen? We're right in them. And that's why I'm so happy the Lord came back and told me, he says, I want you to write about the perilous times. He says, because what they need to know is you're right in it. You're not trying to get to it anymore. It is here. The word is going crazy. The word is going crazy. And they're going crazy, and they don't want Jesus. So I commend you if you're saved this morning. I commend you if you saved. Amen? I would say to you, stay saved. Don't be unsaved. Don't be unsaved, amen? Don't be out there with the world. You better be in the word. Somebody say, don't be in the world. Don't be, in the world. Be, in the be in the Lord. Amen. All right. So, let's look at this. The last days. Perilous times in the last days, coming to the end of this age. Let's look at 1 Peter. 1 Peter. 1 Peter. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Thank you, Lord. All right. And will we please go to chapter 1, 1 Peter chapter 1, and would you please look at verses 18. We're going to start there. All right. Say this with me. Say, the last days, the last days are, called are called perilous times, but the last days, the last days are, also are also called gospel times. Gospel times. Okay. 1 Peter 1, 18 through 20. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifested in these last times for you. Do you see that? So basically... It's saying, yeah, the last days started with the birth of Christ. Actually, Jesus Christ came in the last days. He didn't come before. He, he didn't come ahead of it. He came right as the last days were beginning. Amen? Go to John. Thank you, Lord. John chapter 1. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And would you please look at verse 17? Okay, and it says, for the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. So basically, in the last days, the Lord had a plan. God had a plan. And his plan was to send Jesus in these last and evil days and to bring us what? Grace and truth. Now, now if you're going to make it through this, because it's only going to get darker. I'm here to tell you, it's only going to get darker. And that's not because I want it to get darker. It is what is to happen, what has already been said in the word prophetically. And so we as the body of Christ, we're going to have to gird up the loins of our mind, put on the whole armor of God, make sure we've made up in our mind that this is the way we're going to go. Because Matthew says, he that endures to the end shall be saved. You can't stop in the middle. You can't stop because you get hit. I don't care what you get hit with. You, you can't stop. I don't care what comes our way. We got to hold to the word and trust the Lord to bring us through and see us through. We can't be stopping and going. We can't put our hands to the gospel plow and believe the word on Monday. But by the time Sunday comes, you know what? I just don't know about this word of God. I just don't know about this name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, I'm going through so much. Oh, Lord, why you let this happen? Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. No. He said we're living in perilous times. Get ready. This is where we are. Romans chapter 1. Dust off that altar. You've been saying you're going to go in there and pray. It's time to pray. Dust off that Bible. You've been saying you're going to read it. Dust it off and read it. You've been saying, I'm going to listen to SoundCloud. Turn it on and listen to it. You've been saying you're going to get saved, get saved. You've been saying you're going to stop playing church, stop playing church. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. Romans 1, 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe it, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Is that in your Bible? So the gospel of Jesus Christ, the word of God, that holy Bible that we hold in our hand, is the power of God unto what? Salvation. Unto what? Safety, deliverance, healing, health, and wholeness, preservation, and prosperity. The power is in that Bible you hold. The power is in the word of God. So we're going to have to spend some time in the word even after Sunday morning. We're going to have to get in our word. We, some of us really need to go back over what's being preached in here. We jump, we do hopscotch. Well, I heard the word on Sunday. Let me see what's on this and this and this. da 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 Lord, help us. In the name of Jesus, help us. 
The last days are the days between the apostolic period and the return of Christ to set up his kingdom. Last days means last times, end times, last days of this age before the setting up of Christ's kingdom. A kingdom speaks of a governmental system. So when Christ comes to set up his millennium kingdom, he's going to bring in his governmental system. There's a world system that is hostile toward, toward Jesus and his followers. But Christ has a system as well. Amen? Amen? Now, there are certain sins of the last days. I just want to share them with you. Is that all right? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I just want to share them with you. Go to 2 Timothy 4 and 3. And this is really going on now. And the Lord puts us in his word to remind us to stir up our pure minds. Amen. Amen. So we can stay grounded. We're not running crazy like the world. Most of the world don't even know what's going on. And most of them don't care. They do not care. They're fighting for their sinful rights. That's what they're doing. 2 Timothy 4. Please look at verse. Would you please look at verse 3? Okay. This is one of the sin. This is another sin besides the apostasy, the falling away from the Christian faith. Here's another sin of the last days. 2 Timothy 4 and 3. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves. What? Teacher. What? Teacher. What? Teacher. Well, you see, if I don't like what Pastor Ann say, I can just go down the street and around the corner. See, if I don't like what she's preaching and teaching, and if I don't like what them teachers up in KSL are teaching and preaching, I can just go down the street and around the corner. I can find me somebody, somebody that's going to preach it according to my lust, what I want, what I want to hear, how I want it. And they're doing that. They're going to heap to themselves teachers having what? Itchy ears. It says they will not endure sound doctrine. They don't want to hear it. It's too much for them. They can't bear it. Tell me about it, I'm going to get a car and a house and more money. <laughs> God going to bless his people. Amen. You better endure sound doctrine. That's, that's what God was talking about on last Sunday. He was saying that there were people in the ministry, and they said, oh, we need more money. We need another car. We need another house. And the Lord was speaking to me at home, and he said, you go back down and tell them they need more of me. Look at 1 Timothy. Here's another sin. So you got the apothecy. They're not going to endure sound doctrine. What else you say, Lord? 1 Timothy chapter 4. Verse 1. Now the Holy Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times, the end of coming to the close of this age, some go depart from what? They're going to walk away from it. The very God that saved them, healed them, made them whole, 
redeem their lives from destruction, uh-huh, they're going to walk away from it. Some of them going to walk away because they can't take the pressure. And I don't know about you, but every round really does go higher. So don't sit and throw no stones at nobody because I don't know when your turn coming. I'm telling you, I'm thinking to myself, Lord, can it go any higher? Can it get any? Yeah, it can because the devil's saying, I want you to stop. I'm going to make you stop. I'm going to shut you down. Yeah, ba 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 shy. I'm going to shut you down. And I tell that devil, for God I live, and for God I live. I'm going. I'm pressing. I'm going. I'm going. In Jesus' name. Some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Now, don't fool yourself. This is talking about real spirits. This is really talking about doctrines that are coming from devils and demons. Why? Because when you are not, listen at this. See, this is the thing. When you don't live holy and you up in this pulpit and you have your life open to all types of vile sins, anything and anybody, anyone can talk to you. Now, you don't have no power. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Shine for me, Anna. You don't have no power, but you can still get up and say something. But it, that, see, in, in Christ as a Christian, we have to continuously uh, repent. Even if you don't think you've done something, we need to repent. We never get beside ourselves thinking we this beyond that we don't need to repent and mean it. And then change. I ain't never seen so many people go to bed at night and repent, get up the next morning and do the same thing over and over and over. And I'm saying, my goodness, would you just stop? And I'm not talking about, see, we immediately go to them big sins. I'm talking about little stuff. You know when you come in this sanctuary, you need to come in here and sit down and be praying. You don't need to be standing at that door waiting on me. What for? What for? bringing you no goodie bag or <laughs> need to be in the sanctuary with your Bible open getting ready for service to start the Bible says the little foxes that spoil the vine shine for me Anna we're in the last days Matthew said, he that endure to the end, he that can endure, he that can endure. Endure what? All this stuff. They talking about the temperature, how hot it is. The closer we get, the closer we get to the return. Not the end times, we already in it. See, people were saying, the closer we get to the end times, you don't have to say that anymore. The end times, the last days started when Jesus was born. But the closer we get to the return of Christ, he told us in the Bible there will be signs in the heavens. There will be signs in the weather. 
110, 115, I mean literally. <laughs> we don't have time. Well, I'm sorry. I don't have time to play with you. Sorry, we're not doing kickball, hopscotch, hide and seek, pinkaboo. I'm in a warfare. And I intend to let Jesus help me win. And I can only do that by doing what the word said. It said lay aside every weight and even the sin that was so easily beset you. I don't have time to be playing. I'm still going to hug people. I still love people. But we are, we are living in the last days. And it's serious. But you know what? I can stand up here and say that and they're going to do the same. Have mercy, Jesus. Apothecy, the great falling away. They were once Christians, but they walked away from the word of God and from Jesus. They will not endure sound doctrine. They're going to depart from the faith. They're going to depart from the faith. They're going to start listening to the doctrines of demons and devils. You know why? Because the devil telling them you can sleep around and Jesus going, you, you saved. You can, you can fornicate, you can commit adultery, you can smoke, uh, you can cuss and lie. And all oh, the power of God still going to be on your life. Go for it. Yes, Jesus loves every sinner. Let me make that clear now, SoundCloud listeners and KSL listeners. Jesus loves every sinner, but he cannot and will not love the sin. It has to go. If you have backslid, you can come back. If you have sinned, you can come back to Jesus. If you have backslid, you can come back to Jesus. He will accept you back. But you cannot live with one foot in Jesus and one foot in the world. You can't live with one foot in righteousness and one foot in sin. It doesn't work. And whoever tells you that they are lying to you. Doctrine, seducing spirits. What does that mean? Doctrines of devils and seducing spirits. It's not in the word. You don't went and found you another book and all these books they talking about were hid out in the, in the Red Sea and all this. I don't want it. You can keep it. I got one Bible. The Holy King James Bible. Amplified. Hello, I got the Amplified. I got a Holy King James Bible. I don't want all that stuff. Oh, but these are the lost books of the Bible. Well, if they were lost, let them stay lost. I think Jesus is smart enough to have put them in here if he wanted us to know that stuff. 
crazy stuff. I've heard some of the crazy stuff they be saying. You better get in this Bible. You better get in this Bible. Go to 2 Peter. Thank you, Lord, for the word, the word. Second Peter chapter three. And would you please look at verse three? This is a sin of the last days. It says, knowing this first, that there should come in the what? Okay. That there should come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lust. Okay. All right. And saying, where is the promise of, of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. You, do you see that? And, and, but, but for this, they willingly are ignorant of that by the word of God, the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. But the heavens and the earth, which are now, somebody say now, now. by the same word are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and punishment of all ungodly people. Is that in your Bible? Amen. So what they're saying is, well, we don't, we don't see nothing happening. Where is Jesus? He hadn't come back yet. Uh, look at me. I'm still sinning big time. I'm doing whatever I want to do. Nothing has happened to me. Where's your God? Oh, God don't see. Uh, ever since the fathers fell asleep, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, uh, Jacob, uh, things are still continuing on as they were. God didn't do it. He's not doing anything. But see what they're ignorant of. It was by the word of God that the flood came in the day of Noah. Amen. The Bible said he waited 120 years. Noah preached 120 years before God allowed the rain to come. But yet it was God holding back his word of judgment on the people in Noah's day. And what does the Bible go on to say? And even now, the heavens and the earth, by that same word, are being what? Kept in store. Reserved for what? Fire. He's holding back by his word. But why is he holding back? Because our God is long-suffering. He's long-suffering. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. See, and some of us, we so smart, we think we don't need to repent and be sincere about it. Where do we get off living like that? I repent if I look wrong. And I mean it. It's vicious out here. It's cruel out here. I'm not going to play with people who don't want Jesus. I'm not running with them. The devil is a murderer. He's vicious and mean, and he doesn't play fair. I'm going to stay saved. You better stay saved. Amen. You better stay saved. You better stop playing with the devil. 
See, some of you, he letting you dot around and play around in sin because he's setting, he's weaving a trap for you. You better be careful. The Bible says abstain from the very appearance of evil. So you don't hear this no more. Yeah, shine for me, Anna. <laughs> wow. Abstain. Listen at this. If it looks bad. I was driving down the street the other day, and there was a man out there with nothing on but some shorts. Walking up and down the street, I just turned my head and kept it. I zoomed on past. I thought of the scripture. The Bible says abstain from the very appearance of evil. Run. Sinners don't play fair. They say everything is continuing on. No, it's not. It's really not. Somebody say Jesus, Jesus. Is, is in control. There's another sin. It's called beware of Antichrist. Go to 1 John chapter 2. 1 John chapter 2. Just giving you some ammunition. First John chapter 2. Thank you, Lord. All right, First John chapter 2, verse 18. And if it sounds like I'm angry, I am not angry at you. I am very much angry at the devil. I'm angry at those who you warn and say, get away from sinners, and they won't do it. And then when the sinners catch them and rob them and strip them and just, I'm like, and lie on them. Did you know that the Lord is an FBI? I told them people, I said, y'all ought to let me work for you. Just throw me in the back room. That's all you got to do. Do you know the Lord allowed me to uncover some stuff this week? Me. Little old me in the house. Washing dishes, sweeping the floor, cleaning the toilet. Got them and he wants you. So when it got uncovered, everybody was like, your mama uncovered. Your mama. And I said, no, the Lord used me. Jesus. You better, you can minister to sinners, but please run for your life. Please leave them alone. They're vicious. They're vile. There is no truth in them. There is no word in them. And once the devil snags you, Unless you got somebody that can go in the face of God and intercede for you. I'm not talking about how much money you got, how much houses you got to put up. You better know Jesus for your one self. 
you better be able to get a prayer through. You better know him for real. You better know Jesus for real. Because sometimes even the people you paying to work for you, they ain't doing nothing. You better have Jesus. You better have Jesus. And you better have a, oh yes, oh yes, you better have a relationship with him. And don't wait till trouble come to get the relationship. You better already have it, said the Lord. And when you get in trouble, they'll laugh at you. They'll poke at you. They'll talk about you. They will belittle you. That's what Jesus meant when he said, he told the disciples, he says, we got to go to Jerusalem and I got to hand myself over to sinners. It's in the word. And they're going to revile me and talk about me and spit on me and kill me. I thought about it. I said, oh, my God, Lord, this is what they do. Right. You're right. This is their mindset. This is their heart set. They don't care. They don't care about you. They don't care about nobody. All they care about is their sinful, vile rights. And they will take you down if it's not for Jesus. I'm so glad I'm saved. I'm so glad I got a real relationship with the Lord. People have talked about me, laughed at me, mocked me, and they're still doing it now. But it's all right because I'm staying with the Lord, staying where I am. I'm going to stay close to Jesus. I'm talking about so close. I'm talking about so close. Because I have seen something with my own eyes. I have, I told the Lord, I said, thank you in a way, in a way, you allow me to experience these things. You know, I'll be glad when it's over, but I thank you because I'm learning so much. I told him I see and I am seeing what you can do. They say Elijah was at home telling all the king's business because the Holy Ghost the Spirit of God was telling him the business of the king. He was telling Elijah what to tell the other king, how to set up the forces, how to set up the fortresses, how to set up the war zones, where to go, where not to go, what to say, what not to say, how to carry yourself. It's real, y'all. It's real, because these sinners crazy out here. Sin, I preached this before, sin is your enemy. Sinners, the devil in them is your enemy. You better run. You better run or you better, I ain't going to even tell you to have a good lawyer. You better know somebody. And I'm talking about somebody that can pray more than now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. 
You better know somebody that can do be like Abraham and have an audience with the Lord and plead the case for real. <laughs> what the old saints used to say, you can't make me doubt him. I know too much about him. You can't fool me. You can't fool me. You can't fool me. <laughs> you can't fool me. Yes, Lord, I hear you. I hear you. I'm telling y'all what I know. I'm not making this up. I didn't get this off of TBN or CBN or CNN. I'm telling you what I know. You better warn your children your grandchildren, your great-grand, you better warn them. You better get out of sin. Because the further we get down this path to the return of Christ, it's going to get a bit crazy out there in the world and with sinners. You better get to Jesus. 1 John chapter 2, bless his holy name. Look at verse 18. So you got the apothecy, you got doctrines of devils and demons, you got they're not going to endure sound doctrine, you, you, you got them leaving Jesus after being in Jesus. Oh my Lord, oh my Lord. Somebody say, get your mind right. Thank you Jesus. 1 John 2, verse 18. Hmm. Little children, it is the last time, and as you have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time, the last time, the end of this age, the last days. Is that what we're talking about? Amen. That's what we're talking about. They're going to depart from the faith. And then you got the spirit of Antichrist out here. Go to 1 John 4. I want to put these together. 1 John 4, verse 1. It says, Beloved, believe not every spirit. There it is. There it, don't stop believing every spirit in these people. I'm saved. Where you going? Oh, I, I live with so-and-so. That's my old man. That's my old woman. Really? I'm saved. What's that in your pocket? Cigarettes, drugs, dope, liquor. But I'm saved. All right, then. Mm -hmm. Stop believing every spirit in these people. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits. Try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are going out into the world. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. That's talking about the deity of Christ, the virgin birth, that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. He is the only way to be saved. It is by his blood that we are cleansed from our sin. You better try the spirits, whether they be of God. Because many false prophets and prophetess have gone out into the world. Oh, they got a spirit, all right, but it's not the spirit of God. They preaching one thing and doing another. 
And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And, and this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come. And even now already is it in the world. Where's the spirit of Antichrist? Where's the spirit of Antichrist? It's already here. Many. There are many out here. It's a, the spirit. Watch this. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. The man with Antichrist, with the devil in him, that doesn't happen until the end, end, end time. But the spirit of Antichrist is already here. Many. Go to 2 Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 1. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him, that you be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man or woman deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a what? A falling away first. And that falling away is called the apothecy. And then it says, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Is that in your Bible? Who oppose it and exalted himself above all that is called God or that is worshiped. So that he as God, sitting in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was with you, I told you these things. And now ye know what withhold it, that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now let it will let until he be taken out of the way. What this is saying is that there's only so much that the devil can do. There must be a deterioration in biblical living, biblical beliefs, biblical standards. There must be a deterioration. So basically what's happening is the falling away has been going on since the day of Genesis. And the great falling away is taking place in these last days. Well, what that does is it opens the door for Antichrist, the person, to come on the scene. Because when people stop praying, when people stop reading their word, when people stop living for Jesus and standing up for Jesus, when people stop going to church, when people stop believing in Jesus Christ, believing in his word, believing in his blood, that opens the door. That opens the door. So what, is, what does he mean? Only now he that let will let until he be taken out of the way. As long as the church is in the earth with the Holy Spirit in them, the devil can't do what he want to do. He can only do so much. He can only do so much. But once the church is removed, hello, then he'll be able to exercise at full strength. Listen to me. Antichrist spirit is here. It is operating. But it can't even operate at full strength until God removes the body of Christ, those with the Holy Spirit in them. This is why we're under grace and mercy right now. For by grace are you saved through faith. That's not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. 
So now is the day of salvation. It's time to get saved now. If you don't get saved now under grace and mercy, once the church is removed and the Holy Spirit in them steps back, then you will pay for your salvation on your own in those days. Then you really will need canned goods and live in a cave until they hunt you down. Because now they're getting very meticulous with tracking. They don't need a chip in you. It's all in the satellites. It's all in your telephone. They say every time you turn that phone on, you can be tracked. They already got it set up. They just fine-tuning it. So I don't know how much hiding people are going to do in those days. We ought to be listening for the trumpet. But we too busy. And I'm going to tell you something else came to me last night. I was praying. I was praying. And it came to me. Oh, wow. I can't let this pressure have authority over my mind either. Because I got to be able to remember and think what's really going on. What's really going on. Somebody asked me, said, where you been? Say, I hadn't heard from you, hadn't seen. I said, I'm, I'm in the hole. Y'all read about David? The Bible says whenever David was faced with tremendous pressure, he went in the hold. What is that? It was a place where he closed off and he did nothing but fast, pray, seek the Lord, listen to the word. He surrounded himself and talked to God. And David stayed in the hold until he heard from God. And then he would come out, do what he was told to do, and go right back. How many of you can go in the hole and disappear? No, we got to have 50 million people around us. No, we got to have the big party. Ugh, I got to do something. I got to do something. Okay, well, you keep doing something. I thought about David. I said, oh, Lord, King David said, I'm in the hole. He said, these armies, these Assyrians are rising up against me. They're murdering people. They're killing people. They're at war with us. Lord, what do I do? Should I go up? That's what David wanted to know. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to lay low and continue to seek you? Or do you want me to rise up and go forth and go into battle? David went in the hole many times. It's, it's in the Old Testament. And that's what they called it, H-O-L-D. The hold. You don't go forward, you don't go backwards. You seeking the Lord. You after Jesus. You after his face. You, you after his directions. You after what he got to say. Hey, y'all, Bashada. Me, I'm show you. Yeah, they both shake. Maybe you don't need the hold right now. I need it. I got to have it. Because Jesus. I need him. But you know, it's easy to go in the hole when you've lived that way. <laughs> I just thought about it. it. hit me. The Lord said, that was easy for you because you lived that way. I always live in the hold. I'm always disappearing. Don't want to be found. Got to spend my time with Jesus. 
I like it. Because there you get instructions. You get real instructions. You get whether to be still. You, you can pour out, receive from the Lord, be strengthened. I don't know why people don't like to seek the Lord. Why is it so cumbersome to you? Why is it so boring? It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Somebody say they're already here. Said the mystery of iniquity is already working. Said there are many antichrists here. And the spirit of antichrist is already in the world. What do you say, Lord? What does that look like? The spirit of antichrist, and we soon to close. It denies the deity of Christ. It denies the atonement. It is against Christ and his teachings. The spirit of antichrist is worldly speech and actions. That, that's a part of that too. It is anti-Christian. It's lawlessness. They don't live by no law. They, they say we're above the law. And, and let me tell you what they say. We're above God's law and man's law. You're going to tell me this is not here? There are teachers of heresy. It's a spirit of deception. It's a deceiver. That's deep, y'all. And that's in the world today. And it, wait, wait, wait. Not only is all of this in the world today, these, these are the attributes of Antichrist. They try to get you to turn from being a Christian to become an anti-Christian. And then the devil works on us by applying pressure. I'm soon to close. I'm soon to close. I'm just giving you what the Lord gave me. Just sharing it with you. We won't get into all of that yet. Now, the Antichrist, the person, he won't appear until the end time. Let's just look at that and we're soon to close. Revelation 13, are you getting anything? So you can go back and warn somebody else. Amen. Amen. Revelation 13. Okay, so the Antichrist spirit is here in the world. There are many Antichrists, meaning there are many people with that spirit in them right now. All right. All right, Revelation 13 and 1 says this. It says, And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. 
And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death. And his deadly wound was healed and all the world wondered after the beast. And they worshiped the dragon which gave power unto the beast. And they worshiped the beast saying, who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies and power was given unto him to continue 40 and two months. And he opened his mouth in blaspheme against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. So what you're going to see is what, what's happening here in that last, last time of the tribulation the Bible tells us that if these people names are not written in the Lamb's book of life under that blood, notice what it says. Not that you might worship the devil. You gon' worship the devil. You have no strength. There's no power. The only power we have is the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the cross, the word. He says, if your name when was your name written? When you accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Amen. So he says, if your name is not written in the book of life, just think about it even now. If your name is not written in the Lamb's book of life under the blood, behind the blood, you are open to the devil. Yeah. Look at verse 11. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. And he exercised all the power of the first beast before him, and caused the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image of the beast, an image to the beast, which had the wound by a sword and did live. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, and the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Is that in your Bible? All right, take a little pen, go back to 13 and 1, Revelation 13 and 1, and write this. The beast from the sea, that's the Antichrist. A-N-T-I-C-H-R-I-S-T. Let you separate them today so you'll know from now on. The beast from the sea, Revelation 13 and 1, that is the Antichrist. And the reason why it says he's going to rise up out of the sea, that means he's going to come up from a mass of people, from a nation. Now, from what the Lord showed me years and years and years ago, what I saw was Europe. He wouldn't let me see his eyes, but I saw this man, I saw him getting off of a plane, and the Lord plainly spoke and told me by his spirit, he said, that is the Antichrist, Europe, amen? So the beast from the sea, watch this, it's gonna change. The beast from the sea is the Antichrist. The dragon, 
you can write this under that one, is the devil. Okay? And the dragon gave the beast or the antichrist what? His power. Okay? So he's going to empower him. So see, for us to walk around talking about the devil ain't got no power, you better stop playing with the devil because he's crazy. And you better leave his folk alone because they crazy. The only way you go up against anything is you ready for it and God done told you to do it. Yeah, bye, 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 shy. All right. Then there's another beast, verse 11, Revelation 13 and 11, and I behold another beast. That is the false prophet. Notice he's also going to be able to do signs and wonders that come from the power of the devil. Better leave that stuff alone. Talking about black magic, white magic. That stuff is real. But the end of it is death. The end of it is death. I'm soon to close. The source and spring of the beast, who is the Antichrist, authority is the dragon, the devil. The Antichrist will be set up by the devil. And the devil will lend him all the assistance that he can. Now, you just read it for yourself. I didn't make this up. It tells you he's going to be able to do signs and wonders, false miracles from the power that the devil gives him, that he lends him. Now, that is the actual human being. This is a man that's going to be born. I'm going to do this one and I'm gone. Go to Daniel. I'm gone. Okay, Lord, thank you so much for your word today. Thank you for the opportunity to minister to myself and to your people. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your word. But I need you to understand this spirit is already here. This type of deception is already here. There are people that can work false miracles. It's already here. What I'm trying to get you to understand, don't wait on that Antichrist man to come. The Antichrist spirit is here. This is the person. Daniel chapter 11. And we fix this is it. Okay. Daniel 11:36. Okay. Let me know when you get it. Just say amen. 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 All right. Okay. Daniel eleven thirty six says, And the king shall do according to his will, and he shall exalt himself and magnify himself above every god, and shall speak marvelous things against the god of gods, and shall prosper, and shall prosper till the indignation be accomplished. Did you hear that? Amen. For that that is determined shall be done. See, everybody, let me tell you what some people are trying to do today. They're trying to change the prophetic words of the Bible. They're trying to turn this Bible around and say, these things are not going to happen. I'm not lying to you. They're going to happen. So you need to be living right under the word, in the word, 
You need to be in your house of worship on Sunday morning. Then you need to pick up your Bible, go back to SoundCloud during the week. You need to have a prayer life. You need to be repented. And you need to obey the Lord. If you're not ministering to that sinner, leave them alone. Look at, look at, look at him. Look at, his, look at the spirit. Neither shall he regard the God of his fathers. Now, this one, I know you see this. Nor the desire of a woman. Antichrist will not want to be married. He all for himself. He full of pride. Uh-huh. <laughs> I will tell you, but we'll hold that. But it's in your Bible. Is that in your Bible? He, he's not going to regard the God that made the heavens and the earth. He's not going to regard the God of his fathers, nor the desire of a woman, nor regard any God. For he's going to magnify himself above what? All. That's the type of spirit you're dealing with. And when you run with these sinners, hello, that's how they are. They don't care about nothing. And nobody but themselves. What's going to benefit me? What's going to help me? Jesus. You go and talk about Jesus and see how fast they run. Now, when they really want the Lord, they'll stick around. But when they don't want Jesus, baby, they're going to they be out there in two minutes, maybe a minute, a second. I'm sorry. Look what it says, Daniel eleven thirty eight. But in his estate, shall he honor the God of who? Forces. That's talking about, watch this. That's talking about. The army, navy, but it's also talking about natural forces, demonic forces. This joke is going to be some, y'all, and you think I want to be here? And the Holy, look, and the Holy Ghost is going to be the usher, those that are really waiting on the Lord, be gone. Oh, no, no, no. You're not going to be able to call nobody for prayer. <laughs> I will not live running every day for my life. I won't do it. He gonna honor the God of forces and a waste. Watch this. And a God whom his fathers knew not shall he honor with gold and silver and with precious stones and pleasant things. You know that's an idol, don't you? You know that's an idol, don't you? Because in the Old Testament, how did they honor the idols? Gold, silver, and precious stones. All right, we're going to stop there, and we'll pick up Lord's Willing on first Sunday. And I hope this is being a blessing to you Amen. to help us.